on today's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. The Florida Panthers are 7-2-1 and one in their last 10 games and now are the first team out in the wild card race. On today's show, we'll be bringing in Alex Slemp from Full Press Hockey for this Sunday with Slemp episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast where we'll discuss the win for the Florida Panthers on Saturday night against the Minnesota Wild and look towards the back-to-back coming up for the Panthers, all on today's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Monday, January 23rd of the Locked On Panthers Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers Podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez. You can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On NHL Network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey with Flip Livingstone and Steel Roden, and Locked on NHL prospects with Heidi Halakash. And don't forget to send in your screenshot of your subscription to the Locked On Florida Panthers YouTube channel and your five star rating on whichever podcast app you listen to Locked On Panthers and send it over to me via DM at LO underscore FLA Panthers or Locked On FLA Panthers at gmail.com for your chance to win two free tickets to the Florida Panthers versus Tampa Bay Lightning game on February 6th. So, Cats fans, the Florida Panthers, they just keep rolling. They just keep finding a way to, best way to put it, not drop points, especially now in their last 10 games, 7-2-1. and one. And crazy with the scheduling of how this month of January, which Paul Maurice looked at this all the way back in late November, early December, about worrying about this is going to be the biggest stretch of the year. And now with the Florida Panthers, well, excuse me, earlier with the Panthers just last month, they had the toughest strength of schedule in the NHL right before the Christmas break. Now they're at 10. They've got through, they've gone through some of the gauntlet and now right back into the, the race. Uh, Now just the first team out of the wild card race. And wrapping that up with a five to three win over the Minnesota wild where Sergey Bobrovsky is going to miss the next three games, including Saturday's game the early seeker return is Friday and Eric Stahl being put on injured reserve with Chris Tierney being called, but it's, this will be a great time to bring in my guest on the show. It is Alex Slump from full press hockey. It's another edition of Sunday with slump. It, it's a Sunday, so we're recording this right after the NFC divisional game between the San Francisco 49ers and Dallas Cowboys. And just <laughs> and just ha- let's talk about Alex. Let's talk about just how great this run has been for the Panthers. Now, third time saying it now, seven, two and one in their last 10. Seven, two and one. Who would have thought just, you know, a month and a half ago that, uh, you know, we would be looking at a run like this from from the Panthers. So they've uh, done an incredible job, you know, turning it around ever since that uh, that game in Colorado when Paul Maurice went and, you know, 
tinkered up with that top six. And, uh, I mean, since then, look at the guys who've heated up and have, have gone on runs. I mean, it's, uh, this team is looking very good right now. I don't think this this uh, stretch of 10 games is any fluke either. So I like what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at – I'm just looking down at my notes and just looking at point streaks now for 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 current Panthers right now. And it's going all – some of them are going all the way back to that Colorado game. Sam Reinhart was a seven-game point streaks, three goals and seven assists. Barkoff, three goals, seven assists as well on a, on a seven-game point streak. Anton Lindell with a four-game point streak with three three goals and five assists. Brandon Montour with with a, a goal and four assists in the last uh, in the last few games. Carter Verhage as well, three goals and, and two assists in the in, in the last few games as well. And just everybody, it's it's for for this team, it's 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 multiple players coming through. And we spoke about the goaltending situation for the Panthers on Saturday night. Alex Lyon having his first start as a Panther after coming in two minutes into the Montreal game, getting a win, didn't start that game, but now his first start as a Panther. He's been around the league, thirty years old, and facing against his uh, home state team in the Minnesota Wild. And I I, I really. Let's talk about how early on the Panthers really protected uh, Alex Lyon in, in 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 this one, especially early on, where the the Minnesota Wild got more shots on goal. The shot attempts were around the same, but the Panthers were still forcing the Minnesota Wild around the perimeter. And early on, Alex Lyon wasn't wasn't there wasn't too much pressure on on Alex Lyon early. Yeah, no, they did a phenomenal job, um, you know, protecting the goaltender. And But I thought it was a really good balance between uh, understanding, you know, the situation they were in the and, you know, the guy who they had between the pipes. Uh, you know, it being a long time since he started a game. Obviously, he played most of that game in, in Montreal. But prior to, it was a full calendar year before that he had had a start in the NHL. Uh, it's a lot of time away. Uh, but they did a good job protecting him, understanding what was there, but not deviating away from, you know, the game plan they would have gone in had they had Spencer Knight back there or Sergei Bobrovsky. So I thought they did a phenomenal job balancing that, uh, playing it a little bit safe, a little extra safe to, uh, you know, ease the the pressure on Alex Lyon, but also still trusting him and being like he is a an NHL caliber goalie and uh, being able to still play their game, play on their toes and and push the pace against a Minnesota wild team that can uh, lock you up, lock you down defensively. So I thought it was great balance, but yeah, excellent job of them protecting uh lion, but I don't want to discredit anything he did because I mean, what a performance he, he, he came in with. So yeah. Fantastic and, stuff. Yeah. And, and mostly the, mostly the quality shots that lion did get were towards the second and the, and the third period. That's when, that's when he really was facing with uh, most of them in the first period. We, we saw a shorthanded uh, breakaway uh, chance by Joel Erickson, Erickson Eck. Erickson Eck got seven shots on goal while Matthew Boldy got four and they held Kirill Kaprizov and Matt Zuccarello to one shot on goal each too. So, and there, there were so many times where Erickson Eck and Matt, Matt Matthew Boldy, which Matthew Boldy got a contract extension, which is looks like a pretty decent cap hit for uh, for the Minnesota Wild with all their buyout money that's uh, connected to that organization as well, and and of course when when and also for Minnesota, zero goals on on five on five. The the two power play opportunities, the Boldy was the first one, which a lot of quick passing and then boldy um boldy right um right on the doorstep and then 
a juicy rebound by Alex Lyon as well in the second one. And then Eric Sinek is there on the rebound. Not, not going to, not going to, not going to discredit Alex Lyon for what, for, for that one neither, because there were so many times where even South Florida native Brandon Duhame uh, got a breakaway opportunity as well. And Alex Lyon closed the five hole. His lateral movement was great as well. And just, uh, I, I was joking in a group chat saying uh, Alex Bennington, going back to like 2019 Jordan Bennington when he came mid-season for the St. Louis Blues. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alex Bennington, I like it. My goodness, what a run that real Bennington, Jordan Bennington had that year when he came in. Ooh, you think we can expect something like that out of Alex Lyon? Are we going to see Bennington 2.0? No, not no, not necessarily. I'm still expecting <laughs> a tandem of Bobrovsky and Knight. <laughs> yes. But... But yeah, um, and also let's also discuss where um, the the situation for the Panthers just injury bug continuing for 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 this team. Mentioned earlier about Stahl going on IR, Tierney recalled, Bobrovsky um, um, not on IR, but the earliest he could possibly return is Friday against the LA Kings. But the defense as well for for the Panthers, Ekblad goes down early, two minutes into the game. Gus Forsling comes, uh, come, goes out later, and then there's a there's a loose puck that Sam Bennett had in the Panthers' offensive zone where he got sandwiched, and then he stayed in the game for a little bit, and then he had to uh, go out. And just also, we we a lot of people have crapped on Paul Maurice for what he's done this season, the, and the, and also there's a little bit of the hand he's been dealt. But also, I, I give a I give a win like this for the Panthers on Saturday night. I give a lot of credit to Paul Maurice on how he's been able to make adjustments and also to the defense. For the most part, they're playing 4D most of the night. 100%. I mean, this is the exact reason right here that Zito Gata went out bringing in a veteran coach. Yeah, you mean you go around the socials, uh, the, the whole Fire Maurice chance had been going strong. I mean, that, that group is pretty quiet lately pretty quiet lately and that game against Minnesota just showed the expertise that you get out of a veteran coach like Maurice there's you were just talking about how strong they were five on five and they're doing that shorthanded right 4d then they had that 10 minutes where Brandon Montour's off the ice as well and you've got this team shutting down the Minnesota Wild five on five. I mean, that's 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 coaching. That's system. That's that. And I, I mean, and also the players just you know digging deep in themselves and understanding you know the the place they are in their season and how they just need these wins. But it, it's a collective thing. But it starts from the coach. Uh, fantastic stuff from Paul Maurice. I mean, I've been big on him all season, and I like that I'm seeing his his work. Uh, come to fruition here and just everything that uh, him and the team have put in uh, since the summer, since uh, the fall. And now we are seeing all of it come together uh, at the right time. The most important part of the, uh, the regular season here. It's great stuff. This is great. Mm -hmm. stuff. Absolutely. And, 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 and credit to the Panthers, especially defensively for Alex line being uh, standing tall especially on, on Joel Exer and Erickson Eck and Matthew Boldy. And of course the, the, the situation with uh, the Panthers uh, mo mostly playing 40 for, uh, but in, in, we're going to transition over to segment number two, where we're going to talk about also the, the power play continuing to be hot for, for the Florida Panthers and some Panthers who have gotten uh, 
career highs in in goals uh, during their tenure as a Panther. We're going to be discussing that next here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. But first, we're going to tell you all about Athletic Green. And our next partner is, is a product that I literally use every day. And I started using AG1 because if you know if you're from South Florida or been in South Florida for a long time you know that coffee runs that place and for me sometimes I need a little bit of a break from a coffee so sometimes I, I go to my athletic green so what is this stuff with one delicious scoop of AG1 you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food source superfoods probiotics adaptogens to help you stay right this special blend of ingredients support your gut health nervous system immune system energy recovery focus and aging all the things to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you one free one year free supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com nhl network again that's athleticgreens.com nhl network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance Back on this second segment here on this Monday, January 23rd edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. It is a Sunday with Slemp edition of the show. Alex Slemp from Full Press Hockey is here. If you want to follow his work online, you can follow follow it at, at Full Press Hockey and his podcast, Full Press Panthers podcast, which he just released uh, a, an episode just uh, recently. Uh, but Alex the the power play the the power play and and the way the Panthers are creating offense as well. The the Panthers did take advantage of Minnesota mistakes in in their in in, in their own zone. That's really how the first two goals uh, happened for for the Panthers. Just Ryan Hart uh, intercepting a pass and finds Barkov's stick, and then he gets it to Anton Lundell for the first one, and then a giveaway just right to Etu Lustrainen's. Uh, uh, stick and then he takes it by himself unassisted which now Etulu Sturanen has 10 goal, goals on 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 the season for the Panthers and just the Panthers being going off and running and whenever you're pinning someone in th- their zone while you were also doing it we we spent segment number one just forcing perimeter shots on the other end and then when you're forechecking well and even when you're when it's not coming on the forecheck and just it, it feels like that the Minnesota Wild were anticipating being pinned as well to to the to their own boards that it, it caused them to cough, um, cough up the puck, which helped the Panthers uh, take take advantage of their opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. They seem to be off their game a little bit, and yeah, like you said, that it led to mistakes. Panthers were all over; they're jumping all over those and and capitalizing on them. So uh, it was amazing work out of them. I love that loose to Ryan and goal where he uh, just was able to jump in. Uh, right on that rush or sorry, not on the rush, but jumped, jumped into the zone, picks up the puck, walks in nice little backhand, gets it in. He now has a career high in goals for himself. Um, you, and uh, you were saying before we got into the second segment, players who are close to those uh, career highs or have hit career highs already. And, you know, that's just something that uh, I, I was hearing a little noise beginning of the, uh, the season of, um, I'm going back to Maurice a little bit here, but it was they're saying that Maurice doesn't develop the the young guys that well. Well, you look at Carter Verhage, hasn't been in the league too long. Brandon Montour, not in the league too long. E2 Listerinen, they're all, Listerinen already career high in goals. Brandon Montour, three away. Uh, Carter Verhage, two away. Talk about not being able to develop players. I don't know if that really holds up. We're seeing some great production out of um, Panthers top six right here. So, uh, 
yeah, I don't know about that stuff that was being said earlier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now the Panthers, when it comes to uh, goals per game, oh, I'm, I'm going to pull it up right now. I know their power play is number 13 in in the league, but now their goals uh, four per game are now inside the top 10. It's it's reflecting some of the analytic numbers that we looked at um, earlier in the season. And and defensively for the Panthers, um, they're, they're, we, we don't see players like Mark Stahl getting lost in his own zone and getting beat too often neither. Mark Stahl has been a lot better. I'll, I'll give I'll give credit where credit is due. And, and of course, for a long time in the game against the Wild, you had to see some of those, um, a, a Mahura, a Gudis, a, a Stahl, a Montour stretch those, the, those minutes when Aaron Ekblad went to the locker room and Gus Forsling went to the locker room as well. And so that that's also credit to the Panthers um, defense as well. They, they're, they're not a team that gives up a lot of odd man rushes neither, like as far as the season averages as well, but also they're, they're, they're can there. This is where the Panthers, they're just, it's, it's the power play. Once again, making the difference for the, for the Panthers, they got one on the night Carter Hagee. Um, you mentioned that he was three away from his uh, career high, getting one, uh, get, getting one, on on a wrister right on the left circle as well and i also want to give credit to uh gregory denisenko as well he he's been he's he's been called up for a, a few games now uh for the panthers and in, in the first period he he would have had the goal of the year when he was when oh my he was, gosh when he was when he was falling to his when he was falling to his side and just missed the net high and just the way he was still able to handle the puck too oh it, that would have been the goal of the year and then the he created he created that fourth goal, which mm-hmm. shortly after shortly after Brandon Montour went to the box for that ten minute misconduct, uh, uh, forcing quickly uh, grabs the puck, gets it back on the ice, and then shoots it to to make it uh, to make it four uh, two at the time. Lots of insurance goals too. The, the Panthers the Panthers never allowed this game to be tied. Every time every time they got it down every every time the Wild got it to like one. The, the Panthers were ready for an insurance goal and happened and happened three times in this game where it was a one goal deficit and then boom, you, they didn't they didn't even allow them and th- and we haven't seen this too much this season but now we've been seeing this a little bit lately and and credit credit to the Panthers for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a uh, just night and day this Panthers team compared to earlier because, like you said, we, you know, you look at the early parts of the season, Panthers were never able to give themselves that cushion ever, that that comfortability of a two goal lead. It always seemed like they were just playing these one goal games or playing from behind. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it makes watching the games a little bit easier. I mean, <laughs> you're not white knuckling it as hard, uh, but. Denisenko, what you're talking about, just incredible what he has done since coming up. Um, you know, players love him. Maurice loves him. I, I really enjoyed watching him play. And, you know, because we haven't really got to see a lot on this guy. You know, he was highly touted when he got drafted. Um, his development years have really been delayed because of injuries. Uh, he's just struggled to put the, to be able to be out there for a full campaign and allow himself to develop. So, you know, he's older than, you know, most prospects, you know, for like his his development stage where he's at. But I'm glad that the uh, the Panthers haven't, you know, given up on him. They've, uh, uh, they've got the kid. They brought him up, and he's getting some good looks, getting some good ice time out there, and he looks like a professional. You know, I like he he doesn't seem out of place with the big club. It's a big jump going to AHL to NHL, and the the poise he has with the puck, 
it, it amazes me. Like, it seems like he's been, you know, in the league for, for a few years, not just a few games, right? He's, he's strong on the puck. He knows when to hold it. He doesn't play it like a hot potato, doesn't cave under pressure. He, uh, just great poise with it. And so I hope he, he gets to remain up. Uh, I like what he brings to the team. I love what he's bringing to that bottom six. And uh, yeah, so I, I hope this Dennis Anko kid gets to hang around with the club for a little bit longer. I guess he's going to get that opportunity with all these dang injuries that the Panthers have. So uh, yeah, that's kind of working out in his favor there. Yeah. And he, and he's using his big body to his advantage. So definitely, uh, definitely a, uh strong enough to continue to pin uh pin opposing players to their boards and just uh create create pucks uh puck separating hits for for him as well and it's crazy now the panthers with this win uh for for them their goal differential is back at zero we we spoke about how they're now the first team out of the wild card race and it's crazy i'm it's still crazy to think that still when they trail after periods one and two that they still don't have a single win but look at this look at this after two after two periods, when they lead, they're they're twenty one, two and three on the season still, and their third period goal differential is still right now at a minus twenty. With and and this is without a three game winning streak wow. neither. And and this but and 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 despite the injury circumstance too, mm-hmm. it's just it's just it. it I, I know numbers can skew sometimes through different points of the season, but we have a big enough sample size of games. But this now current run of ten games, maybe maybe I, I'm not. Maybe these are the real Panthers that we're seeing. But this is this is also what we spoke about of it taking time for players to get used to a system and getting used to each other, and of course making adjustments on the fly. We of course. The lines, of course, that we spoke about, Lundell, Barkoff, um, Lundell, Barkoff, and Reinhardt, and then Kachuk being on that second line. And Kachuk, Kachuk and Barkoff didn't even have big nights on, on Saturday um, as well. Uh, so it's, it's great to see that even when they don't have their big nights uh, as well, that this one game uh, for, for the Panthers, that you see the, the other complementary pieces uh, backing them up. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's something I really like about this, this season. I know we still have a lot of games to go and, you know, playoffs are definitely not a lock, but they're trending in the right direction. And something I like about this season as compared to last is that they are going through these trials right now and uh, being able to battle through those and come out on top. All the things that you said about third period goal differential, uh, certain players like stars, not having their big nights, but still getting it done. All those things you, you look at, how the Panthers are winning despite all the adversity and all the variables being thrown at them, how they're and how they're doing it, how they're getting these wins. These are the kind of moments that are going to make you successful should they make the playoffs. And I like that about this season more than the last, uh, because I feel like the team, they, they come out the gate so hot, uh, you know, and they were kind of able to not coast, but that season really just, came easy to them they were a very well-oiled machine they had success from the start all the way through sometimes i think you forget kind of how to battle how to come up from being down this team has been down right at the bottom and they are fighting their way up and looking good should they make the playoffs you're going to look at that first half of the season and, and and know that that's all the things they learned there and battled through 
are bringing are, are, are leading them to the, the success that they're going to have in the playoffs. So, I mean, it's, I, as, as hard as it's been to watch the season in the first part, I like the way the season has gone. And I think the players are learning a lot from, uh, from what they've had to go through this, this season. It's only going to benefit them going forward. Yeah. And they got their, they got through their first set of back-to-backs last week against the Sabres and the Leafs getting three out of four. And they're preparing for multiple sets of back-to-backs uh, in in this calendar week for uh, the Panthers, and that'll be a good time to uh, transition over to segment number three, where we're gonna be discussing uh, that upcoming uh, those two upcoming back to sets of back-to-backs for the Panthers this week, right before they hit the All-Star break in Sunrise, Florida. But first, we're gonna tell you all about FanDuel and the NFL playoffs are here and we're excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. If you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features to make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash Locked On. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance for a bigger payout with this game parlay. There's some NFC and AFC championship games next week between the 49ers and the Eagles and the Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs. I like the Chiefs and the Eagles to both make it to the Super Bowl. And it's an app that's safe and easy to use if you were to place your bets like me on FanDuel. So football fans and hockey fans and all fans of all sports, place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports book partner of Locked On. Back on this third and final segment here on this Monday, January 23rd, edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. It is a Sunday with Slemp edition of the show. Alex Slemp from Full Press Hockey is here on the show. And Alex, so four games left right before the All-Star break. Both of them sets of back-to-backs. Bobrovsky won't be uh, playing in either of them. Like, and But we got some an encouraging performance from Spencer Knight down in Charlotte on Saturday afternoon, uh, pitching a 23 uh, save shutout for the Charlotte checkers did give up four goals in there and against the Cleveland monsters on their, on, on, on Sunday. But when you look at it, 45 saves on 49 shots and for a 18 save percentage in those two games, going to be back with the team. I, I I'm going to say that Alex Lyon gets one more start for the Panthers. Uh, uh, he, he'll be starting in net against the New York Rangers and Spencer Knight will be back for that. Oh, so important game between the Florida Panthers and the new, Jer- um, not, not New Jersey devils, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins who the Penguins lost to the devils in yes. overtime today. So the Panthers have been getting a little bit of help. The New York Islanders have been, have been dropping some games lately as well, uh, which now they are tied for most games and points, which Panthers own the tiebreaker on that one. So it makes them the first team out. So mm-hmm. scoreboard watch for the Panthers, Islanders games, Sabres games, Penguins, uh, Capitals, most of them Metropolitan teams uh, for, yeah. for, 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 for the Panthers. So 
it it makes even scoreboard watching more. But what 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 are your thoughts going into this uh these two sets of back to backs uh th- this week for the Panthers? They're huge. These are very big games and uh to start, I'll say Spencer Knight coming back couldn't have had a better start pitching the shutout. Looks great. You know, it's his first games in a while, so cut him slack on the back-to-back, letting in four. That's all right. Uh, obviously, will not be the starter against the Rangers. That would be three starts in a row mental. <laughs> so that that won't happen. Uh, he's no Glenn Hall. Um, but he, he will get that start against the, the Pittsburgh game. It is the, – these two games are, are huge. Like, it, it, oh, I mean – even the Rangers, because they're not in the final two wild card spots, but I mean, they falter a little bit, and they're still a team that uh, the Panthers could be chasing. And so, uh, you know, this game is incredibly important. What I want to, what I wonder though, is you've got a back to back. You know how important that Pittsburgh game is, right? They've, they, they, it, to me, it's almost must win with the points that they've got up on the Panthers and the games in hand, and you only get to play them one more time the rest of the way. I feel like this is must win. So how hard are you going on the Monday game when you know you've got that Tuesday game coming up? And that is a huge game, a monster of a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like the Pittsburgh Penguins, they're vulnerable right now. I mean, they started the season pretty hot. They've lost 10 of uh, their last 14, I believe it is. So they've stumbled as of late uh, losses uh, to, to some lower teams they had the, the the l's against ottawa there and then yeah the overtime loss here against the devils um but they look vulnerable and i think I, i've got a good feeling about it i feel like the panthers are going to be feasting on him i think they realize the importance of that game they're going to get spencer knight back for it i think there's going to be a big rally around the team some fire in him i think no matter what happens in that rangers game they're going to be coming out hot against pittsburgh playoff atmosphere in that one for sure must watch tuesday night circle on the calendar whatever you gotta do that's gonna be a great game yeah and and the next matchup after uh this uh this uh game against pittsburgh will be on march 4th at fla live arena and then for the for the game against the rangers after monday's game their next matchup will be on march 25th at fla live arena so twice that you'll get these uh metropolitan teams at home and one road game in these very hostile environments as well what i'm noticing with the with the schedule and also with the rangers uh igor shesterkin is not uh posting a 930 save percentage like he was last <laughs> season and that yeah. is uh that is resulting in uh in the rangers uh not being not being as powerful as they were last year of course they add former uh, Florida Panther Vincent Trocek, who's manning the second line along with Artemi Panarin. I mean, Artemi Panarin and Mika Zibanejad are still scoring. the The power play uh, for the power play goals for Chris Kreider haven't come as often as they have last season. So that's also um, that's also what's um, what's been uh, for the Rangers not being as dominant as they were uh, last season as well. And really, key to this game. Get the power. Continue to get the power play going because if you can rattle Igor Shesterkin, um, assuming that he's the starter for for the the Rangers, then you give yourself to a better chance to get to get those two, to get those two points. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. I th- I'm gonna imagine that Shesterkin is the starter uh, just from looking 
at what they've been doing with him. It looks like he kind of has like a four-on-one-off sort of a deal. Uh, he's only played one game in that typical four-game stretch he plays. So I imagine we're going to see Shesterkin, not Halak, who put up a Vesna-worthy performance against us last time we played the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, Shesterkin, he doesn't look as godlike this year. He he looks beatable. So that's uh, that's good for the, for the Panthers. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, their go- and their goals against the uh, top five in the league still at at two point six three. Of course, Adam Fox as well. They they have a great defense core with um, with Adam Fox there. Um, Keandre Miller as well is a uh, is an, an incredible skater uh, for 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 the Rangers as well. So they they have they have players who can multiple defensemen who could play two way as well. And that's really what what's helped the the New York Rangers just be on this maybe a little bit of a window. I know ana, the analytics community doesn't really like the like the Rangers, especially last season. But yeah. I, I but they're still a consistent playoff team. And there's and even and there's even drama in New York too with scratching Alexi Lafreniere. Um, Capo Caco got scratched last year. Um, what what what's gonna there's uh, there's rumors about Gerard Gallant's seat being hot in New York as well. So there's pressure to for the New York Rangers also to win. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, and I mean you you said it you said it right. They are in a window, uh, and so the pre- the pressure is going to be there. A, a difference that I see in this Rangers team from last season is that you know they were getting bailed out by Shesterkin, you know, because their possession numbers were were down, but they've drastically improved on that. And I think right now they sit. Uh, they're somewhere top ten, I think eighth, maybe like in their in their coursey. Uh, you know, just their possession five on five. They've really stepped up that part of their game. It was an area of weakness, uh, but they're better at that now this season. And so that's, I mean, when you go in uh, to the uh, to to New York and you and you know you want to try and come out with two wins on or two points on the road, you know you're going to have to be playing. Um, really smart with the puck it's got you know good puck management uh from the florida panthers in that game not coughing it up because they're a team that can capitalize on it because that second line uh, that you already talked about with panarin it's been is lethal they'll make you pay and uh they'll also just you know hold on to the puck and just take away his own time from you so uh, you know i see the panthers coming into that one they've really got to bring in uh just a, a really smart game plan that is taking care of the puck first and uh yeah, trying to. I mean, it sounds so cliche, but I mean that's just the, the way that you're going to beat a team like the Rangers. So because they've really improved in that side of their game this season. Yeah, and and when you, of course, having having possession of the puck, and then of course when even when your goalie's not posting um, godlike save percentage like Sturkin is, <laughs> uh, it it really helps with uh, posting posting some wins. And right now they're third in the Metro. Even though it's, I believe it's still going to be like a two-horse race between the Devils and the Hurricanes there in that division. So I'm still expecting the Rangers to maybe finish third, and who knows, maybe Washington uh, catches them because they, um, Washington, the goaltending d- department there with uh, uh, Charlie Lindgren and Darcy Kemper has just been incredible uh, th- this season as well. So that that could be a, a pretty uh, decent race. Uh, who who knows uh, what that that race could look like for for uh the rest of the season but alex um i want to thank you once again for joining me on this uh monday ep- edition of the lockdown florida panthers podcast a sunday with slump edition <laughs> of the show uh tell everybody where they can find you online and tell them all about your work 
Yeah, so you can find my stuff. It's over at fullpresshockey.com. That's where I got my articles. Uh, you can find all that there. I also do a podcast. I drop an episode every Sunday and Wednesday. We've changed up the schedule of that, so that's a new schedule going forward. Uh, you can find those wherever you listen to your podcast. I also post them up on my Twitter, or if you're reading my articles over on fullpresshockey.com, uh, they're always embedded in there, so you can get caught up. All episodes are there. So, uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. The handle on Twitter, Alex Lemp. You see it right there. And, uh, yeah, thanks uh, once again, Armando, for bringing me on. Love being here. Great talking to hockey with you. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Alex. And for, for you guys um, following this podcast, you can never have enough Panthers coverage. So make, make sure to go over there and check off. out what Alex ha- has to say about the Florida Panthers on his own individual basis as well. So, Alex, thank you once again, and I'll see you next time. See you then. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On AHL Network, including Locked On AHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey, Flip Livingstone, and Steel Roden, and Locked On AHL Prospects with Heidi Halakash. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Sports Today. Peter Bukowski gives you a 20-minute or less podcast on the entirety of the sports scene with exclusive interviews and the take of the day. Make sure to listen to Locked On Sports Today on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. So I'm Armando Velez with Alex Slem. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. <laughs>